0: Many of us think that the most challenging, oops, oh well, the most challenging to adjust, um, for us to adjust in new ways of living and being, especially in these times, right? But actually, we are adjusting all of the time. We are often unconscious of these adjustments, right? Like I just noticed someone, Adjusting in their seat. Yeah. When you get ready to meditate, you you wiggle a little, right? And then you wonder, do you really have to close your eyes? And we're adjusting all of the time. Now, I want you to take a moment to think about last night. You got in a bed and you made some decision that you were going to sleep in a certain way. And often, we, we either sleep on our side, on our back, or on our stomach. So raise your hand if you are a side sleeper. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about a back sleeper? Raise your hand. We got some back sleepers here. And what about those who sleep on the stomach? Yeah. And some of us turn different ways throughout the night, right? because i used to think that i slept one way and then i discovered i actually like sleeping the other way and and throughout the night we're we're making these decisions right we're going from the side to the back to the stomach or whichever way combination of the two our arm goes out goes back in right we wiggle our fingers sometimes we move our feet together to get warm i don't know maybe just me Well, and some of us sleep with socks on, and then we we take them off with our toes. Yeah, I see some folks not, and I do that. No one else does that in my household, I'm just saying. not trying to tell on anybody, but I sleep best with socks on. And then when they get hot or itchy or something, I take the big toe, and off they come. And then I have to go finding them when I wake up. And then I'll forget. And when we wash the sheets, there's the socks. Oh, there's those socks. I couldn't find them. And yeah. So we we are adjusting all of the time. We do that, however, in very subconscious ways when we're willing to adjust our position. We might want to ask ourselves, Am I willing to adjust? But what does that mean? What does those five words mean? Am I willing to adjust? Well, they're very powerful. They have significant meaning because they involve movement. They involve taking action. They involve doing something different even if it's turning on the other side when we're sleeping. There are three ways to explore the willingness to adjust, and they are to be open, be teachable, and to take action. Be open, be teachable, and to take action. The first way is having the, willing, and having the willingness to adjust is by being open. Let's go back to our sleep pattern. We agreed that we have some certain way that we, we know that we go to sleep one way or the other, right? Whether it's on our belly or whether it's on our side or on our back. And when we do this, we're tapping into something that's very familiar, something that we've done before, time and time again, year after year, after decade after decade. We think that it could be that we are unconscious, however, when we're moving, when we're sleeping. But it actually involves the subconscious mind. Now, there are three types of of minds that we're talking about and, and uh, that we could be talking about, and that is the conscious, the subconscious, and the superconscious. But I'm going to talk about today the subconscious mind. And in The Revealing Word, our co-founder of Unity, Charles Fillmore, he says this about subconscious mind. It is the memory mind memory crystallizes into function and form. It is the home of our habits, the storehouse of our past thoughts and experiences. We are not conscious of what goes on in these processes, but divine intelligence works perfectly in all of them. So when we are sleeping, there is the subconscious mind that is is flourishing. There is this storehouse of ideas of beings and, and things that we've done in the past that we then do again. You know the arm, right? I was sleeping the other day and out with my arm and I went, what's going on? I don't want my arm out. Those mosquitoes might bite me. So I grabbed it back in. I woke up again, two hours later, the other arm was out. I said, no, the mosquitoes might eat me. So I have a blankie, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I have this really really cushiony little blanket that I call my blankie, and it sleeps with me every night. And when my arm goes out, it's not in the blankie, and it's not keeping me, you know, protected. From those doggone mosquitoes that come out of the creek behind my (sighs) house. Yeah. Yes, I sleep with mosquitoes, whatever. But when we're looking at the subconscious mind, we know and can understand now that it allows us to have adjustments. The adjustment that we're seeking when we're trying to, attempting to be more comfortable in our sleep. The second way for us to explore the willingness to adjust involves us having the ability to remain teachable. I had a friend that had told me one time, are you teachable? And I thought, oh, what a horrible thing to say. But I wasn't. I was closed mind. I wanted it my way. I only wanted to see it in the way that I saw it. I had to become teachable. You know, I I met a a Unity Truth student um, a while ago, and I invited her to, to take a course that I was preparing to teach. And she says to me, oh, I have taken many Unity courses. I understand the principles. I understand the truth. Well she decided to take the course. And this was a course she had taken before. When it was completed, she said to me, Wow, I learned some things that I didn't know before. How did those words jump off the page? I feel like I'm getting more in touch with myself. So I have a question for you. Think about a time when you had a book, some book that you liked a lot, and you read it a second or third time. You got the book? Yes? And I want you to consider what you learned. Like what did that second time reading the book, what did you learn? I want you to think about it for a second. And someone in, here in the sanctuary, let us know what you learned. And those of you on YouTube Live and Facebook Live, please put it in the chat. What did you learn when you read it again? Anybody? Raise your hand. OK. What you learned, Jerry? Can you take her to mic? Because
1: then that way we'll be able to hear you a little more clearly. Thank you. I read The Power of Now uh, four times. The first time I got to about the middle of the second chapter, I put it down. It was completely foreign to me. I, I, I couldn't get my mind around it. Second time I read it uh, was um, I, things started to resonate. Uh, which was probably a couple of years later. Um, and I got I got a little bit more out of it. Uh, the third time I read it, I completely, I felt like I completely got and understood everything that Eckhart Tolle was saying. Um, I didn't. <laughs> uh, the fourth time I read it was probably recently. And I I got some new perspective. I, got, I get new perspective actually every time I read that book. Um, so that's my experience. And, and it and it's, has to do with um, uh, being attracted to something that, that your, your own growth has, has uh, brought you to.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Sure. See, that's what I'm talking about. When we have the willingness to adjust... We're willing to be teachable. We're willing to learn in ways that we didn't learn like yesterday or a year ago. And, and this, what I've been learning about this spiritual community, Unity of Gaithersburg, is this is a teaching ministry. It resonates with me because I am a teaching minister. When I get up here on Sundays, I am teaching you something that you can take into your life, perhaps, so that you can be transformed. This is, is, is a movement that is, that you know, when we talk about the fifth basic unity principle, it is about doing it. It is about being teachable. Now, we, we have classes. That will be continuous because there are a number of us who are teaching. And Carol's going to be starting a class um, mid-September, I think it is. And then I'm going to be doing something. And Akoswa's going to be doing something. And Jane's going to be teaching. We want to offer you the opportunity to be teachable. So if you want to have something different show up in your life, you have to do something different. And that brings us to, um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about a computer keyboard and, or an old typewriter. Some of you remember those, and your fingers would get kind of down in, the, in between the cracks or the spaces or whatever. And on, yeah, you know what I mean. And in order for us to advance to the next line, we had to strike the return key with our pinky finger. Yep, remember that? But I know some of you do like this, so, you know, you, you find it with whatever digit you want to use. And in order to advance to the next line or paragraph, we must strike the return key. I find it interesting that we call it the return key, because if you look on, like, our computers now, it, it, it doesn't say return. It says Enter. E-N-T-E-R. Enter. So, when we look at the return key, we're returning to an old familiar pattern. Just like in our lives, just like when we're sleeping. We're returning to that position that it felt good to sleep on our back or sleep on our stomach or sleep on our side. So we hit the return key to return back to that moment. A seek, we're seeking to be comfortable in our own skin. But when we're looking at the return key, the return key is actually coming back to the left side of, left side of the page, but not to the left side of the same line. It advances to the next line, a new line, a new way of being. So, in having the willingness to adjust, then we're able to adjust in a way that gives us a new way of being. Am I willing to adjust? Are you willing? to adjust are you willing to see something differently well our spiritual power for this month month for august is will and that is the ability to make a decision to change to shift to adjust and the disciple associated with the spiritual power of will is matthew And Matthew represents the decision-making part of the brain. The color is silver or gray, which I'm representing. And the location is the center of our brain. Like, take our brain, go down, center, we're it. Now, in the the revealing word, our book of metaphysical terms by co-founder Charles Fillmore, he said this, about will. Now, I've changed some of the to pronouns to be more gender fluid, and this is what he says about will. That if a person experiences error and in harmony, they bring it upon themselves by their failure to harmonize their thoughts, words, and actions with divine law. So when we're making these adjustments in our body, if you could consider that our body is the temple of the living God, that our body is this mm, living sanctuary of beingness because we are children of that most high. We are created in the image and likeness of God. So therefore, we must have a temple we live in. So when we make adjustments, perhaps the adjustments are moving us in alignment with spirit, in alignment with that which is good for us and good for others. Henry Ford said, think you can, think you can't, you are right. Think you can, think you can't. You're right. So either way we want to see it, we see with our thoughts, and then they get out pictured into manifestation. What do we want to think? What do we want to be? How do we want to show up in this world? Each of us make an impact, whether we think we can or we think we can't. Are you willing to adjust by hitting the return key and starting newly in the next line, the next chapter, the next day? As long as we think we can't, we won't. If we consider we can, we will. Like with the picker parties. Some divine idea. Who would have thought that they could actually be not only be good, but be successful. Not only be good and successful, but to bring finances to the church. I think the last count I heard was about $6,200, right? $6,700 so far with the pickup parties, and we're getting together and having fun. What? When we think we can, we will. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 13, it states, For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for God's pleasure. God, that universal divine idea. Not necessarily a man up in the sky. I mean, if you want to believe that, that's fine. But I looked when I was in the plane, and I did not see God. (laughs) Perhaps it's as close as our heart. And our heart beats throughout our whole body. Perhaps it flows through all there is, if we could consider that. So to metaphysically interpret this, this Bible verse, it says, we already have it. It is already in you. The ability to adjust and transform is already alive in you. You do it every day. When you go to bed, when you get up, when you decide what to wear, when you take that off and decide something else, you're adjusting Adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. For in these moments of adjustment, we're allowing the divine to live and flourish and have some juicy fun. Don't you want to live like that? Yeah. Yeah. Now Zig Ziglar said this. He said, as you head toward your goals, be prepared to make some slight adjustments to your course. You don't change your decision to go. You do change your direction to get there. How powerful is that? You may have some end result, something that you want to accomplish. But sometimes we adjust in the ways we get there. The important thing is that we stay on the course or shift the course or become willing to have the course shift us. We have to be willing to adjust. Willingness allows us the opportunity to adjust with ease and grace. Adjust by being open. A joist, adjust. I just adjusted. Okay. <laughs> I'll start over. Adjust by being open. Adjust by being teachable. Adjust by taking action. Take action. So, I want to have us say these things together, and, and I'll say them. I'll say the three things that we do to assist us in having the willingness to adjust, and then I'll offer you to say it with me. I'll say it one time. Be open, be teachable, take action. Together, be open, be teachable, take action. Again, be open, be teachable, take action. Again, three times our charm. be open, be teachable, take action. And our affirmation will assist us with being there and getting there today. Here it goes. I am willing to adjust throughout each day. Let's say it together. I am willing to adjust throughout each day. So let's just take that in for a moment. I invite you to breathe with me. Breathe in and gently breathe out. Adjusting, adjust your shoulders twiggle your little butt in the chair however small or large it is Mm. move your head around, adjust adjust, adjust, adjust knowing that we are the temple of the living God and we adjust because we can and if your eyes are closed like mine open them and let's say this affirmation again Because our heart depends on it. Together, I am willing to adjust throughout each day. And so it is. And so it's up to each of us. Namaste and amen.